It is January of a brand new year, which means hashtag new year, new me. I've seen it everywhere on social media so far. Chances are you have too. But this year, it's not a hashtag I'm going to be using. If you want to know more, keep on listening. Welcome to the Magical Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Brumley, and this is our first episode, not only as a podcast, but also in what I hope to be a series about hashtags. In this episode, and the next couple, we're going to be taking a look at hashtags that we see all the time in social media, especially those centered around health, wellness, healing, and self-care, and having a bit of a discussion, starting with, you guessed it, hashtag new year, new me. We've all seen it. I myself have even used this hashtag at some point, I'm sure, in years past, but as I've grown, I've decided I don't like it. And that probably explains why I haven't used it in the last few years or more in regard to the New Year resolutions that we make. Mainly because it doesn't align with how I personally want to grow. In recent years, I started setting intentions and goals for the New Year rather than resolutions. And I'll get to why on that in just a bit, but that change in terminology for myself goes somewhat hand-in-hand why I no longer like the New Year New Me mantra. Posting the hashtag with a list of things we want to change about ourselves. While change can be good and is healthy, the New Me tagline gives this idea that we have to be this shiny new thing every year polished and accomplishing everything we've ever wanted to accomplish just to begin to love ourselves and our life. Then we share this palatable post to our followers for approval and support that feeds into our positive reinforcement of ourselves and maybe never even actually accomplish those resolutions we set at all. Bummer. (laughs) Okay, that got deeper than I originally intended, but it's true. In fact, 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February. 80% is a lot. It's most. And while it's nice to wipe the slate clean once in a while, should we be attempting to do so every year? And in doing so, are we ignoring the potential growth from what the previous year could have taught us? And if we make a resolution that is change we may want or even need, but it goes against some of our core values that we hold, possibly without even realizing such, then we're doomed to fail. An example would be making a resolution to do more volunteer work amidst your already busy work life. If one of your core values is that you covet your personal time, chances are you're not going to volunteer more. There is a firmness and finality of the word resolution that I believe also causes a problem. It becomes a task in a way that when we fail, we don't try again. So what can we do? Well, I have some ideas. Things that I do for myself and find successful, and other things that psychology tells us has the potential to just work better. first thing I want to talk about is the switch that was the biggest game changer for myself. And that was changing my terminology. I started using the words goals and intentions rather than resolution. For me, resolution just seemed so final. To the point where the minute I failed, I quit. 
When I used words that better aligned with myself, I accomplished more. To me, a goal or intention was something I could set and continually strive for throughout the year, even if I failed in a particular moment. It was the difference of feeling like a resolution was something I had to get right out the gate, whereas a goal I had until December 31st to accomplish. And the stress and pressure associated with each of these different views was night and day. Words have power. And in this instance, the change in a word choice really mattered to me. The next thing that's important is how we set goals or resolutions. Because as it turns out, this is also crucial to your intended outcome. We are more likely to see growth and meet challenges when our goals are important to ourselves as well as intentional. Important meaning that the goal offers change that aligns with our core values. And intentional meaning we have mapped a direct path to accomplishing said goal. This means we can't just think about it or jot a list down we share with our followers. We need to think and write about it. And really write in detail of what we want that goal to be. Adopting a growth mindset is something that will aid in this. And that's a mindset that believes our abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Dedication and hard work that is cultivating our learning and mastery skills. Many times we make a goal for ourselves that are performance and outcome based. It's this outlook that gets us into trouble. Think of it like seeing the finish line of a race but not actually running or even training for it. Adopting that growth mindset and knowing that our performance goals often go hand in hand with our learning and mastery goals is something that will aid us in accomplishing the outcome that we want. So when we are writing down our New Year's goals and resolutions, we're not only listing that big picture performance outcome goal, but also all of the little learning and mastery goals that will help us along the way. This level of detail provides us the key difference of knowing our goal versus knowing the process, knowing every step, and actually achieving such. If you'd like to learn more, there are links in the description box providing more detail on what we discussed today. And if you like what you heard, please follow us and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. If you have any thoughts, anything at all, questions, comments, queries, please, please let us know. Sound off in the comments section, send us a message, ask us a question. If you ask us a question, there's a chance you might be featured in our next podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, I'm sending love and light your way.